we have continuously and constantly have been talking about uh, racism. We have uh, talked about how it affects us as black people. Um, we'll go into something a little bit different. We're going to go into uh, racial stereotypes. And I think it's important to point this out amongst the black players in the NFL. This is the, the target. Uh, talking about the statement that uh, Darius Leonard put out about the differences between Deshaun Watson and Chad Whitman. Before we get into that, Darius, how you feeling? I'm cool. I'm cool. A little drained, but I'm cool. Cool. I'm cool. Watch yourself. I'm good. I'm good. Just another day, another day about wrapped up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, so we're going to get after this real quick. Let's get after this and really talk about this real quick. Darius Leonard put out a uh, tweet about uh, Deshaun Watson and the coverage that he gets versus Chad Wheeler and the statements that, or the uh, 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 treatment that he's getting amongst the media. This is what he, this is what he said. Media outlets are aggressively covering the allegations against Watson while ignoring the serious domestic violence allegations against former Seahawks office alignment Chad Wheeler. It's crazy that people bash Watson with no evidence, but nobody wants to say anything about Chad Wheeler who tried to kill his girlfriend. I'm just saying now, D-Watt got killed with no proof, but this guy who tried to put his girlfriend underground at ESPN or any other outlet was quiet. Uh, Pro Football Talk Sports put out a uh, statement saying that they weren't quiet about Wheeler because they wrote 12 different stories. I went through and read each one of them. Uh, so it is as accurate as they say. So Darius Leonard, and my point is, he is not talking to you. If you covered this story, if you covered this story, He's not talking about you. He's talking about, and he literally said at ESPN, he's not talking about you. He's not talking about pro football talk. He's not talking about people that actually covered it. He is talking about those ones like ESPN, trashing them, not so much trashing them, but, you know, really just pretty much putting an admitting of guilt out before not even knowing the facts about it. I said it once before. We should wait until the facts come out. It's the same thing with Andrew Cuomo. We should wait till the facts come out. It's the same thing with Matt Gates. We should wait till the facts come out. But here's the racial uh, stereotypes. They ain't said a word about Chad Wheeler. They ain't said a word. Let's see what his girlfriend had to say. His girlfriend had to say this. Or ex-girlfriend, excuse me. Had to say this. She's a 27-year-old named Aaliyah Taylor. She did an interview with CBS This Morning on Wednesday morning. The I want to say the thirteenth, maybe whenever February tenth was, uh, February tenth was on a Wednesday. Yeah, so it was Wednesday morning, February tenth. Uh, she was talking about some of the things that she had to uh deal with, specifically some of the injuries that she had to deal with for the rest of her life. 
she says she still has to get concussions regularly checked, which is, you know, you know, pretty much normal with any anybody that has concussions, especially in the NFL and the NBA, so on and so forth. But she also said that, that she have boats and steel plates that she has forever in her arms, so it's not going away. So she has to deal with that for the back uh, for the rest of her life. Now Chad Wheeler's a backup was an offensive backup tackle uh who'd been waived by Seattle and was later charged with first degree assault domestic violence class A felony. Now this happened while he was a backup and this is a issue that has been going on because you you're being quiet even though the the difference that a lot of people are saying is, oh, uh, Chad Wheeler is not uh, the franchise of the team, but Deshaun Watson is. That's the difference. No, that may be the case, but far more of the difference in what most people are saying is, is Darius Leonard being one of them, he's a black man and he's been covered because he's a black man. Now, a lot of people make good points about this whole ordeal with Chad Wheeler not being covered as much as Deshaun Watson, but you have to think about the many times that the media have not covered a white person being charged with a crime so violent that they only cover black people for sexual assault and different things like that. Hence, um, Ray Rice. Hence, Deshaun Watson. Hence, uh, one other one I had in the back of my head. Can't think of the other one. Kareem Hunt to that list. Kareem Hunt, thank you. That's who it was. Now, y'all cover them like hell, and you have no proof, and y'all pretty much just slander him. While meanwhile, Chad Wheeler is just in the background because he's what? Not a profile player. But he is a player. He should be covered. He is a public figure to uh the public. So what's the deal? What's the issue here, and why is it that we're having these talks? He should be covered just as much as Deshaun Watson. This man almost killed his girlfriend. Now, what they both did is wrong. Very, 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 very wrong. And we don't even have proof on either side with these allegations. But, God forbid that Deshaun Watson does have the, well, Deshaun Watson, you know, with the proof of him being able to prove that he didn't do it versus uh, the victims being able to prove that he did do it, it's the matter of uh, time and patience to wait. Meanwhile, Chad Wheeler had his girlfriend pretty much out there just saying, this is what he did, and this is what I have to live with for the rest of my life. But the law always say this is uh, one of those things where you are, you are innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. Joe, what are your thoughts? Either way you look at this situation, it is disturbing. Even though the proof has not really come out to Deshaun Watson's favor, the one thing that I didn't like about this whole thing was, was that his sponsorship endorsement yeah. has been taken away. Yeah. Because of the fact that he there's nothing to prove yet. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely nothing to prove. Mm-hmm. 
right now everybody's just gathering up different information, different facts mm-hmm. about Deshaun Washington and his behavior towards women. Mm-hmm. And for y'all to take away his endorsements because of that, it, it, that just shows right there y'all have absolutely no compassion. Y'all are so really worried about the image of y'all's company versus the that saying innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. That disturbs me mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. Way beyond past, um, who was it, Chad Wheeler? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chad Wheeler is on a whole nother level. A whole nother level of what Deshaun Watson has done. He has gotten it. If, if this is the case, he's getting into women's heads mentally. Chad Wheeler was physical. Mm-hmm. Two total different things. Two total different things. And for him not to be up there on the list, to be A, this man is is headed for some serious trouble. If they can prove that this man did what he did and all this and all that, which, which odds are that it will come out, this dude, this dude has done more harm mm-hmm. to one person mm-hmm. versus twenty-two mentally. Just balancing that out. Mm-hmm. Just, just balancing, just balancing that out. Yeah. That, to me, is as much as publicity that Sean Washington is getting. Chad Willis should get the exact same thing. I agree. Y'all bringing awareness about abuse? Yep. Where's he at? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? His girlfriend literally had to speak out on what she had to deal with. Mm-hmm. Back in February, like you just read. Mm-hmm. Everything that she's been through, and it's like media just dead quiet mm-hmm. about all of this. I am. I didn't even know oh, that. I'm... I didn't know that. His trial was supposed to be yesterday, but or the start of his trial was supposed to be yesterday, but I didn't know that they moved it to June. I didn't know that. That's just how... Didn't know it. It's crazy. It's just crazy. And I feel that if they are going to actually... If they're going to do this, it has to be equal. It just has to be equal. You know, and Darius Leonard just... Said it exactly how he said it. It's just dead 100% true. It's 100% true. And you know, a lot of people ain't even going to agree with that. That's the sad part about it. Because well, they believe that. Football talk said what they said. They wanted to be known that they had done 12 different articles. Who gives a shit? I'm just being saying. Who gives a shit? Because he's not talking about y'all. He's just not talking about y'all. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to be known. That y'all put these articles out there. Find a way to make that work. I agree, John. I agree. Find a way to make it work. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to go to Darius Lewis' page and just hide under and say, hey, we did it. We wrote the article 12 times. Or we did something about this 12 times. Show 
that y'all done it 12 times. Quit tying under Darius Leonard. Mm-hmm. That's just how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. So, yeah, that's the stereotypes that we deal with. And on Friday's podcast, I'm going to definitely get into something even more of a stereotype amongst uh, uh, black NFL players as well. We'll definitely talk about that on Friday. But meanwhile, you got anything else you want to add? No, I'm good. All right. So we'll be right back with the sports talk of our podcast. We'll be right back. It's funny because we don't get to sit down and discuss a little college basketball. But I find it's funny because the Final Four, you know, the the, the, uh, March Madness Mm -hmm. was electric in in, um, a lot of people's opinion. It was electric. Um, The players played their hearts out all teams did what they did to, you know, um, to bring entertainment into basketball. Mm-hmm. So, and it's also funny on how Monday night, Baylor and Gonzaga, it's funny on how I was reading different predictions on how, on who was going to win that championship round, the championship round between those two. And Gonzaga was the straight up favorites. I mean, 100% favorites to win. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact that they was undefeated mm-hmm. and they have more of the firepower to um, to beat Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Now, I looked at this, and I was like, huh, that's very interesting that y'all just write off. Hey, they've had their program for 114 years. Mm-hmm. They have not won a championship up until Monday night. Mm-hmm. And there were reasons to look at the reason why that um, Baylor wouldn't win. But the one thing that stood out to me about Baylor that really surprised me mm-hmm. was their defense. Yes, yes. On how their defense throughout the whole tournament itself was just on point. Mm-hmm. It was just on point. And it really showed in that championship round. Baylor was just a better team. Period. Yep. Straight up dominated. I agree. Gonzaga never looked back. Jumped out to a nine nothing run. Never looked back. Did with a thirty fifteen. Never looked back. People shocked right now. People shocked. And it's like, how can you write off Baylor? They were twenty eight and two. They was twenty eight and two. And y'all wrote them off. Y'all wrote them off. Now, there's some that probably actually did put their money on Baylor. 
or just put their fun prediction on bank. Mm-hmm. And y'all looked at Gonzaga because of the fact that um, I got the uh, it's Jalen something. Jalen sucks. So excuse me. Jalen State. They believe Jalen Suggs was the guy that could uplift this team. Mm-hmm. Now, he gave his all. Believe it or not, he did. There's no knocking that at all. And I felt that at that point that Baylor was just straight up disrespected. Mm-hmm. 86 to 70. Oh, yeah. 86 to 70. Baylor really showed that they was more hungry, not offensively, but defensively. Mm-hmm. That's what they showed. And I was impressed by that. Mm-hmm. So, there, I'm just going to ask. How would you feel as a player like Baylor? Putting yourself in Baylor's shoes. How would you feel if you just got immediately wrote off <laughs> and to the fact that they are not even looking back on y'all. The, the fact that y'all only lost two games. How would you feel in that in particular point? I think back to when you and I would get right off. Our height, our uh, weight, we wasn't big enough. We wasn't strong enough. But we had to go out there and show them something. We had to show them that we weren't just going to get right off like that. You win some, you lose some. And Baylor, me being in Baylor's shoes, I would know how they feel. Because I would be very frustrated. But at the same time, it's like, we got a point to prove here. We got a point to prove. So we can either go out there and prove that point or we don't. We don't. And they proved that point because Gonzaga shot 51% from the field and had a season low of 70 points. They went out there and made a freaking statement. They went beyond making a statement. They went out there and did far more better than writing off people. They went out there and said, you know what? Y'all write us off. We're going to write you off too. Baylor did good for this slump of 114 years of not winning the championship. They did amazing. They did amazing. Baylor reminds me of the 2006 George Washington. I think that was in basketball. Or George Mason. I'm sorry. George Mason. Mm -hmm. The biggest underdog. Oh, yes. The biggest underdogs Mm -hmm. in that tournament. Oh, yeah. Biggest underdog. Mm -hmm. One and all. One and all. They made a statement that year, too. Yes, they did. Because they are not one of the biggest schools. They went out there. They was incredible. Mm -hmm. They was incredible. Mm Mm-hmm. I was impressed with them. 
Um, Jared Butler, he was named Outstanding Player of the tournament. So I don't know if it was in the championship round or just the whole entire tournament itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we ain't we know this because I ain't good at it either, Daryl. We rarely talk college sports. Rarely. Yeah. Yeah, but it was just so because um you know, listen to a couple of podcasts about college basketball and everybody giving their thoughts about at that time it was just it was just an early April, uh, early March, mm-hmm. mid March, mm-hmm. and the, the tournament was just you know on fire. Mm-hmm. It was on fire, and I was just listening to a couple of podcasts on uh, on how people felt about the tournament. I was like, huh, it's interesting because I really wasn't really paying attention to it. Then when I started listening to those podcasts, I started paying a little bit more attention, to it. Mm-hmm. and I was just overall one hundred percent impressed with Baylor. I think that was the uh, 12th seed. I think that was the 12th seed. Were you shocked that Michigan got put out? Look at here. Who would you say? Michigan. Michigan? Mm hmm. Dwight State. Yeah. North Carolina. And dude, I was surprised by them three. Right there. Them three. Very surprised. Mm-hmm. You don't expect that. You don't expect that. Mm-mm. Nope. So that surprised me. Yes. Yeah. But Jawan Howard, he's got a big future in Michigan. Oh, yes, he do. Oh, yes, he's he do. He's got a big future in Michigan. Yes, he do. He is putting his foot, and he's putting his stamp on Michigan right now. I don't like Michigan, but truth be told, they finna do big things. Yes, they sir. Really I agree, Daryl. Especially for him, used to playing for them, too. Yeah. Big thing. Just like with um, Hubert Davis. I was just about to ask. about him? I was just about to ask, like, do you think that Hubert Davis is going to do big things with North Carolina? Hubert Davis. He got some potential. You better believe that. Under Roy Williams, he yes. Play, he used to play for North Carolina. Mm-hmm. He's been under the system. So, hiring from within was just as good. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I can see. I can see North Carolina still doing big things too. Mm-hmm. I can see it. So, I'm, I'm very impressed with how this tournament is really just flat. Yeah. Uh, on his, uh, put a stamp on his face. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything else you want to add to that uh, Baylor-Gonzaga game? I sure don't. No, I ain't got nothing else. Okay. Uh, just go ahead. All right. Uh, so I guess there's nothing else. We'll be right back with the uh, final thoughts of the podcast. We'll be right back. Anything? No, I don't. Okay. Before we wrap this up, um, at the time of this, uh, Pacers 
are leading the Timberwolves, 123 to 112. It's in the fourth quarter. Look like they're gonna blow it, but I'm not too worried to it. I'm sure call it for sure. Can I call it then? They fixed the blow it. Prove me wrong. Where's my sign? I ain't got no sign. Prove me wrong. I'm just hey, I mean, it's just, I'm right, pretty much right behind you. I think they're finna blow it. I mean, that was just like, like, like you just hold off. Get on this recording. No. They finna blow it. And uh, both the cards and the Cubs won today. I'm sorry, the Cardinals won today. Mm-hmm. But they say, pay attention. Yeah, they shut them out. I know this. I just happen to look at it wrong. Mm-hmm. I look at the wrong. I'm looking at the wrong date. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cubs lost to the Brewers in ten four to two, and the Cardinals shut out the Marlins seven to nothing. Something wrong with Miami. I'm gonna have to dig into them because they are. It's just something wrong with them. I just gotta figure it out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It really is. I'm wrong with it. I'm just gonna figure it out. But, uh, yeah, I'm gonna figure it out. But uh, that's all I have. So there's nothing else to direct this bad boy. We get on out of here. Uh huh. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That is another Double Take Sports Talk. Thank you for downloading to listen to our podcast. I am Daryl. Yep. All right, catch up with Double Take Sports Talk. Until then. Ciao. Ciao.